You've read the magazine, you've seen the website, and now, because we're very 21st century... Oh, you know all that by now. It's the Whistler Podcast. Everything you wanted to know about writing life, but didn't know who to ask. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that I can't hear King Charles without thinking of the dog. <laughs> we abandon our history at our peril. I think it's a grotesque indictment of our society. The coronation of King Charles III. A moment in time, a slice of history, a parade of pageantry. Or is it just outdated, outmoded, ostentatious nonsense? Millions, I mean lots of millions, are being spent. And look, right now there are officially 2,572 food banks in the UK. That's 3 million people. And those are just the official figures. And then there are the strikes, and the shortages, and the NHS, and the climate. And so where do we sit with all this? Is King Charles Span- I mean, is King Charles III the man to unite the country? Or is this just a jumped up, let them eat cake display of pageantry over poverty? As the weather gods, to call the rabbit about reigning over us a little too literally, we sent our newly anointed royal correspondent, Jilly Smith, down Coronation Street to the Eddy to see what the good folk of West Hill think about it all. Henry, we've just been sitting in the Eddy and we have heard that you are no less than third cousin to Queen Camilla. That's right. Her grandmother, her great-grandmother and my great-grandmother were sisters. Her great-grandmother was the youngest sister of nine, and my great-grandmother was the oldest of the nine sisters. Extraordinary. So you spent time with Camilla. How well do you know her? Not not, not well at all. I met her her a couple of times at the Sandringham Flower Show, and she was charming. So so what do you think about the coronation today, then? I thought it was beautifully done. Were you watching it on television at home? Yes. How did it feel to watch your third cousin take her place uh, next to the King of England and Great Britain and Northern Ireland? It was special. Very special. I mean, does it? Do you feel connected to her? Well, I, I think really the, the former. I, it, it gave an extra frisson of excitement to the whole occasion. Let's talk about the pomp and pageantry of something like this. You know, how important is the coronation to Britain and a sense of belonging to being British right now? We abandon our history at our peril. If you're going to have a head of state, a monarch is as good a head of state as any. Clearly the monarchy as an institution needs to be modernised and... I'm sure that the King will do that well. What would you say to your third cousin uh, as she takes on this new reign? First of all, I hope that she's happy. I hope that she enjoys it. I mean, as in any job, there will be moments of desperate tedium. But there will also be a huge opportunity, A, to have fun, and B, to do good. And I hope she does both. So, Bethany, you were here when it was actually on. How many people in the pub? Uh... Too, including myself. <laughs> I can appreciate the aesthetics of it. Does it mean anything much. to you? To me, it means I think it's a grotesque indictment of our society, considering everything that's going on. We can put so much money into such an outdated concept that no one I know really cares about. But there are a lot of people caring about it. It's an opportunity to bring the whole country together mm. to give a sense of identity and belonging mm. through our history. How do you feel about all the pomp and circumstance and pageantry? 
while we're, you know, in a cost of living crisis? I find it so uncomfortable. I couldn't, I, you know, I, I, I had to come and sit outside so I couldn't, you know, I find it so uncomfortable to watch. That was mm. absolutely grotesque. But what about the references to history? I mean, if you have that, you know, Scepter and Orb and all the other sort of, you know, icons that have been passed literally through the hands of kings and queens over a thousand years. Yeah. Does that mean anything to you as a British woman? No. Nothing. Not a single thing. It's interesting. You know, they're interesting to look at. I think um, it, it holds no um, relevance to... It doesn't, you know, it doesn't make me feel proud. It doesn't make me feel um, anything other than, you know, totally disconnected from... Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think it probably disconnects me yeah. more yeah. than connects me. It makes, yeah. makes me think, you know, I've got no... I, 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 these people have nothing to do with... The, the real world that we live in. You're wearing a Not My King t-shirt uh, made by Jess Eaton at the Eddies. You know these people in the pub pretty well, a lot of them regulars. Mm. Looking around, what do you think they would say about, well, your t-shirt? Has anybody actually mentioned it? Um, someone told me to have some decorum, but I think he might have been joking. <laughs> I've had a, quite a few nods of, you know, appreciation. Um, I imagine we're in a bit of a bubble where we are. Um, in Brighton and in this area. I do know there was one man in there who was there this morning. Um, wow, what did she say about it? Well, I haven't spoken to him, but I was, I was showing a picture. He took all his family up. I want to come um, and talk to him yeah. right now. How come you were at the coronation? Uh, my wife, for the last two or three months, has been badgering me to go. And I was rather reluctant. I've got nine grandchildren. She said, well, all the family are going, so I, I'm the head of them, obviously. So she said, you've got to come to have family. So, we met at nine o'clock, Fresno Park Station, and we got the train up there. And what was it like? It was fantastic. As soon as you get off at London, everyone's got all their uh, Union Jack flags, uh, hats, etc. And you're wearing your red, white and blue outfit yes, still? Yes, I was wearing uh, my granddaughter gave me a red, white and blue bowler hat, which I wore. We had a drink in the Shakespeare. Unfortunately, it was too late to actually go and see anything, but we uh, watched it in the pub. So it's all over, we made our way to Hyde Park and uh, we couldn't even get to Hyde Park because it was so busy. But we, we, we uh, watched it on the side of the road. We see the flyover, the red arrows, it's magnificent. The kid, all the grandkids loved it, nine of them, once in a lifetime. What does the monarchy mean to you? Everything. I think um, we're British, aren't we? So no, it means everything to me, yeah. Wonderful. And did you feel like kind of a, that sense of belonging amongst all the other yes. people? Yes, 100%. I, I felt a sense of belonging amongst all the other people, but also there's a lot of um, foreign people, people from the Commonwealth, etc. Even from Europe. And there was all red, white, and blue hats, etc. And it's all just bringing people together. Yeah, you know, I don't think it was an English thing or nothing, it was just bringing people together. I think it's wonderful, really did. What do the kids think? What's your grandchildren they think? Loved it. They're all dressed up in their um, red, white, and blue dresses, and the, the boys have got their um, Union Jack Boulder hats on. They loved it. Oh, I don't know if they really understand it, but they really enjoyed it. So, Martin, did you see the coronation? Not really. When you say not really, did you have one eye on it because you really wanted to watch it, but you felt you shouldn't? No, I was playing football for the most part. <laughs> Scheduling. No, the football takes priority. 
Tell me what you think about the coronation. Uh, I wasn't too bothered, if I'm honest. Um, I think it's uh, not the greatest timing, really. Being uh, on ostentatious celebration when the country's on its knees. I was talking to Gil over there about tradition and what history represents to you. You know, what relevance does something like this happen? You know, probably once in a lifetime opportunity to see this for, for many, many, many people. What does that kind of pageantry mean when we are in a cost of living crisis? Yeah, I think it's it's tricky, isn't it? Um, I can understand, I've been talking to people and they've been saying, oh, we loved the tradition of it, loved all the songs, loved the... but when it comes down to it, I mean, I'm not quite sure the purpose anymore. I mean, someone was saying to me the other day that, oh, well, then we'd have to have a republic and, you know, but I mean, I'm not sure that's a good reason to not have a, the monarchy. I mean, it sort of feels like with the land they own, the money we spend on it I'm sure there'd be a better use of I mean I, I, I fully understand that you know Charlie Boy does a lot of great work for charity but I don't know I, I don't know it just feels like really bad timing really feels yeah I, I mean I'd, I, I'm happily not you know I came home got in the shower after a wet rainy football game uh, and I'd rather not watch it but Kerry was listening my wife was listening to it on the radio humming along to the songs but I'd have happily just, yeah, just watched the football. So you didn't see any of the kind of the pomp and I saw him, I actually fell asleep on the sofa after football, and I woke up, and it was on the telly, and I saw Charles waving on the balcony. Uh, and I sort of was quite surprised how many people were outside Buckingham Palace sort of cheering it on in the rain. It sort of, yeah. Does it, does it make you feel like there's a kind of an us and them? There's all these people who are really engaged in something like... Well, the coronation, also, you know, the funeral of the Queen, you know, that there's something that's really important going on in the country, but that you can't quite get. What surprises me that you probably will have people struggling with their electricity bills uh, standing outside Buckingham Palace. I mean, I think that's probably what surprises me. I don't think it's uh, us and them. It's more of a sort of blind faith that the British population seems to, or English population seems to have. So did you watch the coronation? No. I could not care about it any less. I, well, the thing is, I do care about it in the way that I think it's really awful. There's thousands and thousands of people on food banks, and we're in a country with a government that's trying to ban protest and is xenophobic, racist, sexist, homophobic, and we're supposed to sit down and clap for an out-of-date out-of-date monarchy that is based on inherent wealth coming from being born from a certain place um, who have done nothing for us, nothing from my generation at all In terms of somebody of your age I presume that you're into the environment yeah. could we possibly have a Green King we know his commitment to environmental stuff, he's done some pretty amazing yeah. stuff over time, could that be a good thing could a Green King be a good thing. I think it, I think it could be a good thing as I think a lot of the country look up to the monarchy no matter what I think of them there's still a vast way of the country which do look up to the monarchy and it is a very important thing for the it's a very important thing for the UK but then it's also a very important thing for places in the Caribbean and Canada they still look at, us, at her or him as the head of state and as a very important figure so if they lead the way and all the sort of pale male and stale Tories end up listening to them, 
as well, that could then trickle down to then be making more of a difference, I think. Golders tradition, British tradition, you know, all that pomp and pageantry. What does it mean to you? I, th- I, think, when it, I think when it's in this, in this aspect, like the coronation, I dislike it, but... I think the history of Britain is an amazing thing and I'm massively into history so I do think that it's a beautiful thing that there is, you know, uh, a, the, the throne in the Westminster Abbey that's been sat on by hundreds of kings. I think that's an amazing thing. I think that's very beautiful. But I just think that it needs to be framed in the right way, that it's not necessarily something that we should be like looking to instead of other things. I think for me, like, what makes Great Britain isn't the pageantry, it's the people that have made Great Britain. And I think that that's what's important to me is the idea that what they have gained, you know, the royal royalty have gained all this wealth from imperialism and stuff. And that needs to be understood as well that, you know, foreign people and immigrants who have moved here have made the UK. And that's what I think I'm proud of the UK as being. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that I can't hear King Charles without thinking of the dog. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. That's my opinion on him. No, I think that it's it makes me violently angry, violently cross, because it's so distasteful and so tone deaf that it's just unbelievable. Like, I cannot even believe what I'm seeing right now. It's what are just, you saying? Can you describe it? It's a fucking golden carriage with these monarchs riding in it and some people with really boring faces on just riding them down the road. What do they do except sit in their castle and make money from everybody else? I'm talking about the coronation, nothing else. I think to spend that much of taxpayer money in the cost of living crisis is the most outrageous thing I've ever heard. It's horribly tone deaf and it's just cruel. And I saw a picture yesterday of like somebody posted about a homeless person sleeping on the coronation newspapers and it's just a perfect representation of the uk it's just a lot of bullshit and i think that we should not be celebrating this we should be rioting it and protesting it since this podcast was recorded we found out that protest is actually illegal in the uk and if you're caught with a banner or maybe a piece of paper the full force of the law will hunt you down and i don't know maybe send you to rwanda or something so be careful. That's all for this week's Whistler podcast. Stay cool, stay safe, and see you next time. So when everyone says King Charles, I just think of the dog ears, like flapping around in the park.